time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro on Muris Chapel Road. You can find them online at greensbororetirement.com. Just click on free consultation at the bottom of the page to set up your time to meet. Glenn, you ready for another great podcast today? I am, Walter. Let's get started. Would you ever say no by chance? I don't know. And well, you know, not not if I'm feeling good, we're, right? We're on the 116th or 17th of these, and you haven't said no yet. So I, you know, we should just assume it at this point. But I still like just making sure out of some politeness. So anyway, we've got a great show on the way for today's program. We're going to be talking about this buzzword in the financial world, risk tolerance. And I think any advisor worth his or her salt is going to have that conversation with you about risk. But What in the world, you might be asking, is risk tolerance? Well, it's this buzzword that gets used in a lot of meetings with financial advisors and financial clients. We found that a lot of people just don't have a great understanding of how their risk tolerance truly impacts their financial and retirement plans. So we want to fix that on today's show and give you the 411 on risk tolerance. First things first, Glenn, how do you describe risk tolerance to somebody who's not familiar with the concept? So, Walter, you know, when we start thinking about risk tolerance, you know, we obviously start thinking about, you know, your your accounts. Right. And and everybody's familiar if they've ever had money in the markets, you know, the markets can go up and markets can go down. And we start thinking about, well, what is your tolerance for your accounts to go down? I mean, everybody has, you know, an unlimited tolerance for them to go up. Right. So that's always a good thing. So but the risk is on the downside. And so we want to start thinking about, well, where's that point where you really start feeling uncomfortable? You know, is it a certain dollar amount? Is it a certain percentage you know, amount? And when we start asking those questions, you know, more often than not, folks, you know, they have an answer for that. But, you know, we start exploring with additional questions and whatnot. And and sometimes they, you know, revise those numbers and thoughts, but particularly as we move towards retirement, because we have to start thinking about the fact that, you know, in the past, it's like if you are saving money and, you know, you were in your 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even your early 50s, if you're, you know, the market's turned down, you've got a long time horizon and you have the opportunity to be able to buy more shares at lower prices with that dollar cost averaging. But as you get closer to retirement, we're dealing with a little different situation. And so that tolerance level might shift a bit in terms of how comfortable you are seeing the balances go down in your accounts. You with me? I'm with you. All right. So that makes sense. Risk tolerance, a little bit different than just talking about that term risk. And so we've got to make sure that that's understood. What do you... I mean, I don't know. What do you do, Glenn, to get an understanding of what somebody's risk tolerance is if it is going to be something that's kind of different from person to person? Sure. Well, Walter, I mean, there's different surveys and questions that we ask folks. And, you know, it's one of those things where like they answer one question and then then it leads to another question and then it you know kind of rechecks their answer. And it's like, is this really what you meant? Or if you thought about this or have you thought about that? We really want to gauge, you know, and get an idea of, well, how comfortable are you if this set of circumstances really did happen, you know, and particularly in the time in life as to where you are. We do that through conversation and a variety of different questions and surveys and tools that help us gauge where people are. You know, not only in terms of questions about their accounts, but then also in terms of what are their most important things that they want to achieve in retirement? Is it important for, you know, these assets to create an income? You know, and if so, you know, how much income does it need to produce? 
Are you, you know, more comfortable than thinking the idea is like, hey, we want to preserve at least this amount. I really never want to fall below this level. You know, how much do you want to leave for kids or grandkids? All of those things start to play into the questions about, you know, what is risk tolerance for you? Because it's going to be different for different people because they have different considerations for their monies and their assets. All right, Glenn. So if we're having this conversation about this buzzword, risk tolerance, I'm kind of curious how much of a factor it really plays in putting a plan together. Since it kind of is involving emotions here, does it really make that big of a difference when it comes to the dollars and how things are allocated and formulated? Well, sure, Walter. I mean, it does matter. It matters quite a bit. I mean, the markets are going to do what they're going to do, obviously. But at the same time, it's like the old thing and say, you know, you can't control the wind, but you can control your sales, right? And it's like, so if you're out there in the marketplace and you're into the retirement years or you're approaching them, we have to start thinking about, well, what do we really need to achieve with these different accounts? And, you know, how much tolerance for risk do you really have here? You know, we can segment different dollars out in what we, you know, I would typically call buckets of money. And we say this bucket of money over here is for really the long term. We can have significantly more risk there, but at least potentially, because we know we're not going to touch that money for a long time. But we start, you know, gauging down to, well, how are we going to live day to day and month to month and make sure that we have enough cash flow? Well, when we start asking those questions, you know, it becomes really important to understand, you know, well, if this money is positioned in such a way that, you know, if it goes down, then it's going to reduce your income. That hits home really quick. And we start getting a real good sense of it's like, oh, okay, this does matter. I really need to take this, you know, more seriously. And I have to think about things differently than I've thought about them in the past, because the past was really about accumulation and saving for retirement versus transitioning and actually living in retirement. Does everybody, Glenn, pretty much have a similar risk tolerance? <laughs> well, you know, Walter, that's an interesting question. I mean, there are some tendencies when you talk to large numbers of people, but you do see the extremes. And, you know, I see some folks that don't want to have any money at risk at all, period, paragraph. And we're going to you know, position them significantly differently than somebody who says, you know, hey, you know, I've got, you know, this is extra money. A lot of times in the situation like that where it's extra money, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, you know, you have additional income streams. I know of one couple that I have as clients where they both have Social Security coming in. And Mr. has a pension because he worked at a you know big corporation. He's got a pension coming in. And Mrs. was a school teacher, and she actually worked for two different school, um, you know, uh, different states. You know, she was in one state and then moved to another state. So she actually had two pensions coming in, and he had one pension, and they had two Social Security checks. So they felt like you know, hey, you know, we can really you know be you know a whole lot more aggressive with this other money because we have more than enough you know to cover our you know our income and our needs with just the pension income. And the um, Social Security. So they're in a totally different situation and their risk tolerance is significantly higher because they really weren't needing any of the extra money, you know, anyway, versus someone who doesn't have a pension and is really making sure that, hey, I really can't afford to or I don't want to have to find out if I can afford to lose very much of this. So it's a wide range of things. Now, we have a lot of people in the middle 
But again, you know, when you start asking very specific questions to their particular situation in life and where they are, and we really start to, you know, to find variations about where their risk tolerance is. And I think one of the big things, Walter, is when we start segmenting money in terms of time, it's like now, soon or later, you know, we start thinking, well, we can have a higher risk tolerance for something that's way off down the road 10 or 15 or 20 years from now versus, you know, the next six months or a year. Does that make sense? Yep, makes a lot of sense, and that's why I think these are you know some really important questions to ask him, why we want you to have an understanding of certain financial buzzwords. Some of them, I think, some of the buzzwords that financial advisors use aren't really necessary. They really are just designed to probably try and you know confuse and throw people off of where they need to be and kind of divert your attention. But other buzzwords are just, you know, they're not just industry lingo. They're important for you to be educated about them, and risk tolerance probably falls into that category. It's just helpful to have a good understanding about how it impacts your financial situation. So maybe, Glenn, to wrap up for this week, can you give us an example of a plan you've designed for somebody in the somewhat you know recent past, and they had a very low risk tolerance in what you were able to do? Sure, Walter. I mean, you know, like I say, it depends upon, you know, what do we mean by low? Because, you know, low risk tolerance, a higher risk tolerance, those words are going to mean different things to different people. But for instance, typically in most cases, Folks have a lower tolerance for risk if they are having a challenge seeing where their income is going to come from. So, you know, if they know they're going to get their Social Security, but they also know that they don't have a pension and they have a certain amount of money saved for retirement, a lot of times they're going to be thinking, well, how much income can this create? And, you know, what kind of a percentage could I take out of this account on an ongoing basis and make it last? Well, when we start thinking about that, in essence, what we're really thinking about and talking about is creating your own personal pension. And what is a pension in and of itself? You know, when, when folks are, are receiving a pension paycheck, it's an annuity where they're receiving income stream, you know, for that pension is going to pay them for the rest of their life. So when we start looking at situations where somebody is more concerned about that, then we start to look at, well, you know, where are we going to be able to do that and how are we going to be able to do that? And we start looking at some of the different insurance products. It's not a one size fits all because there's a lot of different products that are on the market. But there are certainly you know, times when you know, that's what we're going to be looking for because we know that we're going to be able to create a greater income stream you know, that's going to last through time than we could if we have things that are subject to market risk and whatnot. We also have other situations. I think about one client in particular. They wanted to create that income that we were just talking about, but they also had other money that was longer-term money. They said, you know what? I still don't feel comfortable. I just don't like risk. And so we, you know, we look at, you know, well, what are some longer-term strategies that we can use? And there are some, you know, places that we can position money that don't have that same level of risk in the marketplace. And so we really start to look at all the ins and outs is where they're at, and and really, it's one of those situations, Walter, where. I really, really just beat the drum as hard as I can is that there's not a one-size-fits-all solution because I've sat down with a number of people that have told me that they have a really low risk tolerance, and yet you know, we come up with different plans for different ones because of how they define what their low risk tolerance actually is. And sometimes it's, hey, you know, I need to have that income stream coming in. I can't afford not to have it. Other times it's just like, hey, I just don't want to see my principal go down. And sometimes it's a combination thereof. And, you know, as you can imagine, when you're into those conversations and you're talking to both Mr. and Mrs., there's a whole lot of extras that come out of that conversation to help guide us to the right solutions. 
Well, Glenn, it's always very helpful information learning about things in the financial world and buzzwords like risk tolerance are, you know, at the top of the list. I think they're important to make sure we wrap our minds around these different things. So if somebody's got questions about this, Glenn, they're not sure where their risk tolerance is. Do you help people find that information and, and kind of learn it and understand it? How do you go about educating on something like that? Well, what we do, Walter, is like I say, I mean, our whole process is designed that we sit down with folks and start having a conversation. I ask a few questions to find out what they're looking for. Kind of they ask some questions about what I do and how I do it. And we have that conversation. And if it leads us to another meeting, then we that's part of our follow up meetings. We start talking about, well, how do you see things? You know, what do you want your future to be like? You know, are you comfortable with this set of circumstance happen versus that? And then we start, like say, we start using some of those tools that we you know, and, and, and questions about what's more important. Is income more important? Is preservation more important? Is growth more important? And then looking at numbers, and it's like, well, if your account dropped to here, would you feel comfortable? Well, what would happen if it went to here? You know, and so as we go through that process, is it really helps people define what it is that they're really looking for. That they kind of know what they're looking for, but the details. Details may not be completely filled in, and that's our job is to really make sure that we've got all the details right so that they have a plan that will last you know, throughout their retirement years. Well, if you want to get in touch with Glenn Mosseller, it's easy to do so. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. He is your registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at greensbororetirement.com. Listen to past episodes of the show, read different articles and videos, and get lots of great information there on the website. You can also click on free consultation at the bottom of the page to schedule a time to meet right there from your smartphone or your computer at the office in Greensboro. Just click on free consultation at the bottom of the website. Glenn, thanks for the time on today's podcast. We'll talk to you again soon. Very good, Walter. Take care. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap.